All right, all right, all right. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Week one's done. Week one's in the books. What a fucked up week one it was, guys. What a fucked up week one it was. Hey, it was a great weekend. Football was back. We sat on the couch all day and we got pretty drunk. Yay. All of those things happened. All of those things happened. The Lions beat the Chiefs. That happened. That started out our week, which was the only bet that I made in DraftKings that paid out on a win. Money line. I bet for you. Bet the money line on that game. Noise. Nah, there was a boost that made it a no-brainer, but either way, I can say I bet it and it won. Um, I had some notes here. Noise. Uh, Anybody see David Bakhtiari flipping off the Bears fans? Oh, nope. Right before the snap, he stood up, flipped everyone off, and then they snapped the ball. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. It was awesome. Did not see that. Um, some other news before we get into the Immaculate Grid. Colin Kaepernick's agent has reached out to the Jets. He's looking for a job with New York. Of course he is. Yep. Did you guys see Robert Griffin III on ESPN? I mean. Talking about this? Nope. No. He's like, yeah, one of the NFL GMs in the offseason said they'd love to sign me, but, you know, guys like me are just too big of a, a, a distraction, like me and Colin Kaepernick. So that's why, like, we don't have jobs. It's a nice it's way like, of saying dude, you're yeah. not even on the radar guy. Okay. Keep thinking that about yourself. Okay. That's like a, that's like the nice way of saying you're not good enough. Like, without, like, hey, we don't want to hire this guy. We don't want to hurt his feelings. What are we going to tell him? Yeah. And the whole panel, dude, was just kind of sitting there like, like he's like low key, like shooting a shot with the Jets. And they're just like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Colin Kaepernick was a backup quarterback at best when he was in the league. He then filed a lawsuit against the league about discrimination, which they paid him probably a fucking hundred million dollars. Don't know how much money they paid him, but they paid him a shitload of money. And then he takes the money and goes out and makes a fucking Netflix documentary talking about how it's basically a slave organization. There's no chance that Colin Kaepernick ever plays a snap of football ever again anywhere. Like, that ship has sailed. It's over. So that's, yep. that's done. Um, uh, let's not get into Aaron Rodgers now. There's, I guess, some other stuff we can get into. Let's do this grid. Last week we did an immaculate grid, and we fucking crushed it. We finished it, right? We finished it with yeah, like a did. damn near perfect score. 500 has got to be close to perfect. Boom. Uh, 494, I believe. No, it was 500. Yeah, no, it was over five. The, the lower, the better. The lo- you want it to be lower. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I wrote down 494. I, I think it's five. I can't remember what it I was. I thought it was but... 500 on the dot. Oh, there's no way. Oh, well. Can't remember. We're going to do better. We're going to do better today. Today on the grid, from the top down, Seahawks, Dallas, Washington, left to right, Buffalo, Bengals, Super Bowl champion. Oof, we're going to struggle with that last one. Okay, anything jumping out to anybody? 
Uh, can you put it up on the screen again? Yeah. Um, do you see it now? No. Okay. There, yes. Okay. okay. I see it. Okay. Um, so Who was the, uh, the top? All right. The top left Seahawks, Bills. I've got Marshawn Lynch right off the bat. Um, I had uh, Thomas Rawls. Let's do Rawls. Okay. Here, make, let me type it in first, Tony, please. So we don't oh, get... boy. All right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Corey, did you see it? No, we already fucked I don't it know, up. I haven't, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, we already typed okay. it in. I think it's not Thomas Rawls. I'll tell you that for sure. What did What did you say, Corey? Marshawn I said Marshawn Lynch. Let's go with that. All right, I'm going to roll with Marshawn Lynch here. <laughs> I, I was just kind of talking, and we started typing, and it was like, you know, started to be too late, so I... All right, so we got Marshawn Lynch. He was a seventy-eight percenter, which tells I'm just me there's thinking out loud. But yeah, not a lot of other choices here. Um, Wait, did you say Bengals Seahawks or did you say Bills? Bills, Bills Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, I was talking about Bengals Seahawks. Okay. Okay. All right, let's slow down here. I know right at the end of Thomas Rawls' career, he had Bengals, and then he was just like out of the league. Was he with the Seahawks? Yeah, that's where he started. So Seahawks, Bengals, Thomas Rawls. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the like. I, a, I thought you said starting at wow. the top. Wow, Daniel, Bengals, Seahawks, Thomas Rawls. Correct. Send how, it. how do you feel about it? Scale one to ten. Me? Yes. Yes, you. He's talking to you. Eight and a half. Okay. And he played from 2015 to 2018. Thomas Rawls did. Sounds right. It's three years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. All right. 0. 0.8. That's a good one. Nice. All right. Okay. So now, now we can plug in a Super Bowl champ for the Seahawks. Obviously, Russell Wilson's an obvious choice. Who would be a um, lower? Let's let's go. Yeah, Sherman. Oh, I mean, oh, we Who got Cam Chancellor. Chancellor's a good one. Chancellor's a good one. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Ooh, Bobby like Wagner's just, a good one. Just pick one. I'm, gonna pick go, I'm going Cam Chancellor. Yeah, I feel like he's the less known right. out of all of them. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. 10%. Part of the Legion of Ball. We'll take it. Ooh. All right. Okay, so um, Marshawn Lynch, Thomas Rawls, and Super Bowl champ. We got him at the top, right? Yep. Top is filled out. Um, okay. And then. Bill's Cowboys. Bill's Cowboys. I immediately um, want to first, think eggs, uh, but Cole Beasley. Oh, beautiful. Cole Beasley's beautiful. good. Yeah. I was going to say Brandon Cooks. Uh, well, hold on. Did Brandon Cooks play for the Bills? I feel like he had to. Ooh, he's played everywhere, hasn't he? I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think, think he's Cole played Beasley. for the Bills. Okay, Beasley I don't think he's played for the Bills. There's the Beasles. Right. Yeah, I think it was like Saints, Patriots, and Texans, and... Cowboys. I don't know if he's played for the Bills. Okay. All right. Uh, Andy Dalton for Cowboys. Oh, love it. Yep. Love it. Love it. Just send it. I love it. All right. Super Bowl champ for the Cowboys. Or not Aikman. But I don't know for sure that he's the Super Bowl champion. How about Roger Stallback? Why are you talking like that? I'm going to tell you cool they say it in all that. the. Uh, it's, I see. Seven percenter. Come on. The Dallas Cowboys I and see. Roger Staubach. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing there. Now it makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting into the, the skins, the red skins. E. That's probably how we're going to have to think here. We're going to have to think red skins, not commanders. Okay. I, I feel like, okay, this name got brought up before, but did Clinton Portis play for the Bills? Mm. Mm. Let's let's think about this for a second. Let's think about some other names. All right. Um. <laughs> this is going to be brutal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what the first name that comes to mind for me, and I think I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jameson Crowder. Didn't he play for, because I know yep. he started. That's it. He started Washington, and he definitely played for the Bills. Let's go Crowder. Nailed it, bro. Oh, fuck. Boom. Tony, okay. let me oh. type it in first, please. Piece Yotter. of shit. I'm, listen, I've only got one pick left on my board, so. Yeah, Tony Tony jumped. No, you told me to put Rawls in someplace he didn't belong. I thought that he talked about a different square. That's what you get. You're jumping the gun too early on all these. You yeah, just need to calm right. down. Calm down. Here we go. No, no, Bengals. I'm talking about Tony. No. Tony's jumping the gun too early. <laughs> he needs to calm down. Quit typing Was- shit. Washington Bengals. Who are we thinking here? Oh, this isn't Cedric, Cedric Benson. Did he play for the Redskins? I thought for sure you were going to say Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Victor Crumb. Didn't he play for both? No, now that's a Harry Potter character. Oh. God, random like classic Washington names are like, oh, random guys like Jason Campbell and like, oh. Kickers, backup quarterbacks. Yeah, like, of course you can't go wrong with guessing guys like, you know, random guys like Josh Johnson. (laughs) What about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, No, no, Pat Fitzpatrick never played for the Bengals. No, 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 no. Um... Yeah, Palmer. Not Palmer. Uh, Alex Smith, he ever played for the Bengals? Nope. No. So, hold on. Did Samaji Pirine get you, drafted by Washington? There's two Pirines. You got to be careful. Samaje. Did Alex Smith? Um, no, he never played for the Bengals. Okay. I do like this Pirine, though. There was like a guy. Okay. There's a guy Did that got Samaje, I I feel like Samaje Piran got drafted by Washington. And obviously before this year he was on the Bengals. Yeah, now he's on the Broncos. Now he's on the Denver Broncos. I love it. Okay. I'm willing uh, to take the pick. chance. I'm willing to take the chance. Oh, yeah, there's, two, there's two Pirines though. Who's the other Pirine? Probably uh, Michael, but Samaje is the only one. Oh, LaMichael Pirine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't Samaje, play for the Redskins, did he? I feel like Samaje was drafted by Washington. All right, fuck it. Send it. Oh, we got a winner. 
All right, one more to go. I was like, is this a good or bad? One more to go. One more to go. (laughs) So, so when did the Redskins won a Super Bowl at some point in time? When did they win a Super Bowl? This had to have been. It's got to be Joe Theismann. Thirty years ago. That's has to be Joe Theismann. That's my vote. Let's just just throw it in there. Do it. Just throw it in. Yeah. Did we get it? Immaculate. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we got it. Immaculate. Is that the winner? It says immaculate up there. Is it? Let's go. We're on a two-week streak here, boys. This uh, this blackout mode's kind of messed up my... Uh... This, this rarity score is way lower than last week's, and we had much better picks last week. So I think you're wrong. I think we want the rarity score to be higher. No, it, it's the rarity score is the total of your percentages. Really? Because we you had want like it to be some, lower. We had some that were less than a sure? percent. Click, let's hover over sure. that question mark next to rarity score. Oh, I, I fucking I feel like mode. a rarity score. Rarity score is calculated as the rarity score is calculated as the sum of the percentages for each cell that you get correct, plus a hundred for each empty cell. So the lower, the better. Oh wow. A lower so score means no way we did better last week, though. There's no way. We got a 78 and a 45 and a 40. Did you Dude, know last week we had zero point zero ones and point zero eights and point zero sixes. Did you write down last, last week? week? Uh, we last tweeted week it. Was, it's in the it's yeah, in our Twitter. Hold on, I did. I did write it down. I did. Of course um, you wrote it down. I told uh, you. Perfect immaculate game. rarity score 200. Oh really? Why did I think it was Boom. 500? I thought it was 500-something, too. So last week's was better. A little so bit, yeah. we're, we're what, is, what is this week's? 230. 330. Yeah. 230. 230. So write that down. We were 230? Yeah, 230. Yeah, 330. Oh, my God. 230, okay. Daniel's about to drive me up the fucking wall tonight. <laughs> Dude, it didn't seem that close. Last week seemed like way better. So we're on a two-week streak of perfect grids. Our record is 200, so that's the goal now is to break that 200 mark. Boom. Fucking love it. Good work, fellas. Yeah, great work, work, guys. Great work. Good work. Okay, uh, let's pick up where we left off before the grid. Aaron Rodgers, four snaps in. Ripped, boys. Ripped Achilles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what um, what does this mean for the Jets? Are they fucked? They went on to win the game. Yes. Listen, I'm going to make a case for the Jets. They still have one of the best young defenses in football. They have Dalvin Cook, and I'll tell you, Brees Hall looked fucking good. Like, he looked fucking sure, good. Do yeah, you I think, did. is there a world where the run game and the defense with the right play calling can win them enough games that they're still in the playoff hunt. Sure. It would it would have happened last year. Is my opinion. But whatever. But they didn't have the they missed the they didn't have the offensive half. They didn't have Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook. I don't think the running backs matter too much. I think it's all about I quarterbacks. I think you've got a better Zach Wilson this year. I mean, he has because to improve. I believe so. I believe so. And Aaron's going to be in his pocket all year as well. Um, So that could make the difference. So I I definitely think playoffs is a possibility. I think I said last week that with Aaron Rodgers, they may not make the playoffs. So I guess from my point of view, 
I think there's still a good chance they don't, but um, I think it's possible they do as well. Somebody asked in, in the chat about Carson Wentz. What do you think about Carson Wentz? Uh, will not happen. No, I don't think it's an upgrade oh, enough. No. The only player on this planet that they could bring in and be excused is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not doing that. They were talking about they were talking about veteran quarterbacks. So it's, it's the only player they like can a backup. Bring now oh, for a backup, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One player realistically that was in the news recently, he just like a, kind of announced, Hey guys, I'm still like I still exist. I could still play is Joe Flacco. He knows the offense. He's been on the team before. I think it's very realistic that they bring in a guy like that um, to back up Zach Wilson. But as far as but players definitely to definitely reaching start, out to veterans. As far as a player to start, the only player on the planet you could bring in is Tom Brady. Sure. To sign and start in one week, yes. But how, he already said today he's not interested. Nice. How would that look? I wonder how that would look. He's a part owner of the of the Raiders now. Oh, uh, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> imagine that's imagine the owner of one team being the quarterback for another. <laughs> Like, yeah, how like, should I win would that be? or <laughs> Right. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Very unfortunate. I mean, we'll talk about, like, the most hope you've had as a Jets fan and since, what, Mark Sanchez Ever. days? Like, yeah, no. Name the it. modern era? Like, yeah. And then, well, I guess they went to the AFC Championship game with the Colts. Yeah, with Sanchez. But I don't know if there was that much hype leading into that season as there was for this season. And then no. 75 no. seconds in, it is just thrown in the trash. It is unbelievable. Uh, I feel bad for Jets fans. Obviously, like as a Colts fan, we've had Andrew Luck retire a week before the season starts. So I feel like I can relate to this feeling. Um, very unfortunate. I do feel bad for you guys. I feel bad I for him. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers, too. I mean, he was, Absolutely. He was primed. Like Aaron Rodgers is a guy that I'm not like... I don't know how to say this. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. Like, I get that he's great at football. I love watching him play, but there's just something about, maybe it's a personality. I don't know what it is, but there's something about him that I don't find myself cheering for. But with that being said, like, this is terrible for football. This was supposed to be oh. a lot of fun to watch. And, and it's not going to happen. That's disappointing. He is coming back. I'm 100% confident. He posted something on his Instagram today that, that he'll be back. Luckily, he's got the whole year. You know, he's got the whole year to to rehab. So we will see him next year. Well, and Achilles have turned out to be like a really quick turnaround. I know we had a Colts player a year or two ago that tore midseason, and he was in training camp the next year ready to go. So so Dante Foreman had a torn Achilles, and he came to the Colts after the Achilles tear. Played okay. He had Damn. a couple of – say again, Daniel? Akers. Cam Akers, yeah, had one, had an okay game after the after the injury. Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, he came back and had a couple of good years, not just games, but he had years of success after his Achilles tear. And I and feel like at the J. quarterback Dobbins position. will not be a good example. J.K. Dobbins will not be a good example, no. Hey, let me just go down the uh, conspiracy hole here a little bit, and I don't know if it would really be a conspiracy, but um, – wasn't Aaron Rodgers dealing with a calf injury in training camp? Yeah, so it's not a conspiracy issue. And I've seen, I don't know enough about it to really talk about it, but I saw other doctors talking about how the two injuries are likely related and how the right, calf. So was it the same leg? 
I think it was the same league. Yeah, same calf. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me throw this at you. Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals was dealing with a calf injury, tore his Achilles. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. Andrew Luck in training camp was dealing with a calf injury. Do you think he may have been told that there's a chance he could tear, tear his Achilles if he kept playing football? What? I think he would have played. I don't know that he would have. He was already going through so much. He went on about the rehab and the pain. That's why he retired was the rehab process. If he had gone and, through it, and Andrew Luck is smart enough and surrounding himself with smart enough people, this you're right, this is kind of a conspiracy thing here. But I can very easily see a world where Andrew Luck sets down with two or three doctors and like, yeah, instead of having a 10% chance, you've got a 40% chance you're tearing your Achilles this season. And then he's thinking about having to rehab that. Correct. I mean, that's just, I mean, just a thought. Because I, I like, I, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a hurt calf. Kevin Durant had a hurt calf, and then they both tore their Achilles. Pretty crazy. I don't so. know enough about the hurt calves and what that means, and maybe the doctors do. I don't know. Maybe the scans can show them things that, that we don't know. But, um, yeah, either way, sucks for football, sucks for the Jets, sucks for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't think there's a, really a silver lining here. So, No, I, as a fan, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, I, that, was, that was another team that's going to be exciting this year, and they're not. But we still got a lot of good football left. We got a lot of good teams out there. Jordan Love looked good week one. I was excited to watch Jordan Love this year. He might have been one of the best QBRs of the week. I'd have to look to be exact, but he was like three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, and how do you feel as a Bears fan eating the Packers shit every week for <laughs> years? And then you're like, Aaron Rodgers is gone, boys. We're going to be okay. We got this shithole of a quarterback and Justin Fields. And then here comes Jordan Love, and he absolutely sticks it down your throat. I'm um, seeing here in the chat, Green Bay lost a first-round pick. No. Packers Wait. lose first-round pick from trades as Jets QB will miss entire season. Good shout, Smiles. Good shout. Yeah, so the... Packers lose too. Everybody, literally fucking everybody loses. From what? Again? The trade involving Rodgers. The Packers mm. just lost one of the first round picks. The Jets got it back. Even, even though he played three downs. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's the story. That's the story. I missed that. Yeah, so... The Jets team that we wanted to see will be an Aaron Rodgers and a first-round pick that much better next year. Wow. Um, so, obviously, I just brought up Jordan Love. Any other surprises from week one that you guys saw this weekend? Yeah. Um, Anthony Richardson did not throw an interception. That's not true. It is true, isn't it? Oh, he threw he definitely threw a pick. Oh, I just blanked that part out of my mind. Did he throw a pick? Were you in the bathroom? When I might he have did been that? in the bathroom. I may actually hey. may have been in the bathroom. Anthony Richardson did throw a pick. It was late in the game. I think he was trying to get the team back in it. But overall, I mean, just a very clean like first half. Um, really, besides the pick. Just a very clean, decisive game from him. Not a lot of – there was a fourth down where he kind of lofted one with the left hand. He did a little Carson Wentz move, but it was fourth down, so it didn't really matter. But um, 
and it, they didn't ask him to do anything crazy either. But uh, I was very happy with the Anthony Richardson performance. He was um, very reined in. I felt like I felt like we were begging to see some of that long ball that we wanted so much. I guess that's why I said he, I didn't think he threw an interception because I didn't see him throwing the ball. Like there was a bunch of five, six, seven yard passes, um, but most of the work was expected to be done by the receiver after the catch. That was a little bit disappointing. I get why we did it that way. We don't want to put, uh, the Colts don't want to put Anthony Richardson out there, let him get the shit kicked out of him, and then that be his first game in the NFL. He had a decent game. I think he played very well. Uh, His end zone, that end zone, that rushing touchdown in the end zone. Did you guys see that? that? Yeah, how was that in the stadium? It was right in front of us, and it was so fucking loud. Like, that's what the Colts fans have been waiting for. For what I feel like, I mean, I don't think that stadium's been that loud ever. I don't think ever. I saw the little decibel meter. It touched 108 or 109 at one point. I don't know how loud 109 decibels is. I was going to look it up and forgot to until right now when I said that. But it was fucking deafeningly loud. I couldn't hear anything. Um, And then, you know, just to have that big body. Anthony Richardson's bigger than most of the other players on the field. He's actually fucking massive. So he, to see him grab that ball and just give a pause, he gave that perfect pause, the block set up, and he ran straight through, four-yard touchdown, five-yard touchdown. It was beautiful. It was awesome. It was football. It felt like the Colts had a chance to win that game, and they did have a chance all the way up until the fourth quarter. And then my wife looks at me, and she says, this is happening. This is going to happen. This always happens, she says. And it did happen. The Colts lost the game. Um, oh, surprise. So when she said this was happening, she meant – here we go. She We're going to lose. She, that's exactly right. That's exactly what she meant. <laughs> she meant Calvin Ridley is happening. And that's exactly what happened. So here's a surprise. I was cautiously optimistic about Calvin Ridley, uh, but he is back. He's a real threat in the NFL. What do you think about? Yeah, I think, Daniel, were you down on Calvin? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I was, and uh, I'll eat crow on that. I know he had a way better first half than he had a second half. I don't know if the Colts, like, came, you know, adjusted their game plan and said, hey, this is the guy. Like, we thought, you know, he, he, this is a possibility. Let's, let's lock him down. So his second half split was way worse than the first half. But um, he looks great. I mean, toe drag catches and the possession guy i mean here's the perspective right kirk cousin or kirk cousins <laughs> kirk christian facing his last name christian christian kirk. Kirk. jesus christ christian kirk had one catch that's all you need to know about calvin ridley being back zay jones had seven Cal- right or six i think seven targets but yeah but i feel like christian kirk and calvin ridley Christian Kirk is obviously far less of a complete receiver than Calvin Ridley, but he was by far the number one last year. Okay. That has completely shifted when Christian Kirk gets one catch. Yeah. That, that means that somebody else is, is taking over that offense and it's Calvin Ridley. So I I will accept defeat on that. Yeah. This conversation started when we were talking about ADP and I, I said, I loved his ADP and Daniel disagreed. And at this point, yeah. if Calvin Ridley is that 
he could be an absolute league winner for you this year, like I predicted, kind of like an A.J. Brown. But more importantly, I'm ready to label Trevor Lawrence as an elite quarterback in the NFL because he absolutely threw some dimes out there. That there, Herbert, there's some balls that he threw this weekend that Herbert will never throw. And he's he's so good. It's it's Pat Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, uh, and there's three, four, no, two or three other guys, and that's it. Uh, I, Trevor, I Trevor in, Lawrence is up there. Yeah, I'd put him easily top ten, like in my in my book. But I mean, he's flirting with like top six, top seven for sure. Top like, five, young, good talent. Like I, he could very well be there. Yeah, he's in the top five. Uh, not top five quarterback. Another surprise I had. So we talked about the Giants Dallas game. It was in Daniels. It was in Corey's bets. And I also liked that bet because of how passionate Corey was that Dallas sucked. And mm-hmm. while that still could be true, because it still can be true, the Giants were absolutely fucking demolished by the Cowboys. I sent yeah. you guys this before the show. Listen to this shit. Now, I still haven't fact-checked this. I'm just taking this at face value. The Giants are the first team to lose a game 40-0. to First team to lose a single game sack battle 7 to 0 first team to lose a single game turnover battle 7 to 0 and the first team to have both a field goal blocked for a touchdown and a pick 6 all in one season so all of those things 1 2 3 4 5 things in one season and they did it in one fucking week like imagine the fucking collapse <laughs> what happened Dallas's defense is for real I don't know because, you know, we, we all are guilty. I th- we all turned that game off. So I can't tell you exactly what happened. But it was so fucking bad. Micah Parsons has a podcast. Apparently a bunch of NFL players have podcasts now. I yeah. saw a – he has a pretty good podcast. I would say his his production is really just him sitting in, a mi- in front of a microphone, but it's good shit. He was talking, like, outside of his body – like, so not talking from a Dallas Cowboys player's perspective, but just as a pundit, legitimately questioning why Daniel Jones was left in that game. He was basically like, hey, guys, I got a job to do. I'm going to kill this motherfucker if you're going to put him in front of me. But why is he in front of me in the fourth quarter when it's 40 to zero? What can he possibly do to change this game? Like, you just paid him 30, 40 million dollars a year. And here I'm kicking the shit out of him for no reason at all. Valid. I don't know. I don't know if this is the kind of thing that you would see with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland in his last week there when they benched Nick Chubb and put, you remember that game where Chubb didn't play at all and Baker's arm was all fucked up, but they made him throw it a bunch anyway. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it then, was awful. And then he was done. Fantasy championship. And the next week he was done. He was gone. Like this is the, what you would expect to see at the End of a relationship, not right after this huge resign. I don't know. Are the Giants fucked? I feel. No, like, I think. I feel like the Giants are fucked. I don't know. I'm reacting. I think they're fucked. The sky is falling. I mean, they they may not be as good this year, but I think it, that game was just. It's just one of those games when it starts out like what can go wrong will go wrong, and it just kept going, and it just kept going, and it didn't stop, and. 
It may take a couple weeks for them to rebound, but they're not going to be a bottom feeder this year, I don't believe. I think they'll be in the mix for the playoffs. The NFC is still weak. Um, if I were a Giants fan, I would not press the panic button. Let's put this one in the past. Let's not party on Saturday nights at Day Bull's house, and let's go play some football next week. I will say that I'm glad that they had such a bad loss that we probably won't talk about the Colts' loss to Minnesota last year. Like sure. that's that's probably buried for now. Love it, Daniel. Did you have do you have any um, overreactions? You may have already given one, but any more? No, I didn't give one. Uh, mine was the Seattle Seahawks and how terrible they are and unexpectedly how bad that offense is like what happened they were at home for a home opener against the rams who doesn't have the defense they used to have and didn't even come out to play they might as well have not put their jerseys on an absolute atrocious game from the seahawks we were making fun of gino a few weeks ago it's like yeah, he, you know, when we brought up the comeback player of the year, when Tony, you got super salty about DeMar Hamlin. But Bro, did you know he was a, he's a healthy scratch? You know that, right? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what that means? You know what? You know what it means to be a healthy scratch? Hashtag, hashtag comeback player of the year. You know, what, you know what it means to be a healthy scratch? It means you fucking suck and you're not good enough to play. That's what it means. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Um, have you guys looked at the stat line? I'm looking at it have right now. Have you guys looked at the box score for the Seahawks game? If not, I will fill you in. I'm looking at it. Go ahead. You are looking at it? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, I was going to play a game if you weren't looking at it. Okay, I'm not looking at it. Uh, Okay, well, you already know what happened. No, I don't know what happened. I was looking specifically at Geno, so don't ask me about Geno's Geno's stats. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Geno Smith. I mean, yards that he finished with, he played the whole game, by the way. And Um, they were down, and he threw the entire game. Like 116 yards. 112 Ooh, yards. I was so close. It's almost like I looked at it. What is that? Yeah, that's bad. Okay, so so they revamp. So they had a killer draft. I mean, they drafted in the top top five picks an elite corner, okay, to help their defense, and then they drafted Zach Charbonnet and then Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round with their other pick in the first. So you're thinking, okay, they got Smith and Jigba, you know, DK Metcalf. They already have Tyler Lockett, Geno Smith with that offensive line. They, now they have Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. This offense is going to roll. Wrong. They put up 13 points with one touchdown, and it was all because of DK Metcalf. He completely juked out this corner. I don't know if you guys saw that play. DK Metcalf is an elite receiver. And he is going to struggle this year because Geno Smith cannot get it done. Yeah, but Zach Charbonnet finished with three carries. Okay, this is how incomplete this game was. Usually the Seahawks are just, you know, running the ball, running the ball. They could not keep up with the Rams without Cooper Cup in yeah. a bad defense. Looking just at the Seahawks stat lines here, they had 44 offensive snaps. So it seems to me, this is not a game that I was able to watch, but at at the surface level, and I'm going to go back. Now I should go back and I'm going to watch the game. But it seems to me like the the Rams kept Seattle off the field. 44 offensive snaps. That's 26 pass attempts. 
and 18 rushing attempts combined. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not a lot of offense. That's not a lot of offense. Yeah. Looking here from how many attempts Matt Stafford had and how many team attempts um, rushing, they had 78. So 78 to 66. So almost double the offense. 78 to 66? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not even close. I've got 44. I've got 44 offensive snaps for Seattle. Oh, 44. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, 38. Yeah, 78 offensive snaps from what I'm seeing in the stat line for the Rams. So, yeah. But when they were on the field against this Rams defense, which was not even supposed to be close to good. And then, so you're thinking, oh, well, Aaron Donald, you know, he just controlled the game. He had half a sack. Well, like he didn't do that's the problem with defense. I, I know he commands the game without the stat sheet. I Correct. know Aaron yeah. Donald is one of the best players we've ever seen at any position. First ballot Hall of Famer if he retired two years ago. But still, we're talking we're talking week one overreactions and we're overreacting to the Seahawks offense being an absolute shit show. Yeah, let's I give it another correct. week. You're I think it's gonna be fine. Uh, it could, it could Rams, turn around, but if we're Rams, talking overreactions, that's mine. The Rams are one of my comeback playoff teams. Um, I know the roster's not what it was when they won the Super Bowl, but they've still got Sean McVay. They've still got Matt Stafford. He's supposed to be healthy now. they still got Aaron Donald. Um, I'm guessing just based off looking at the names here, they've got a lot of youth on that defense. Um, so I expect them to get better throughout the season. Uh, let's not put it past the Rams just being a really good football team right now. And let's not shit on the Seahawks. They, I think they're better than we think just based off this week one performance. It does look like the Rams controlled the ball. Just imagine, like, it's really hard to get your offense going when you're off the field for 30 minutes. You got, you know, 17 commercial breaks. You got uh, Matt Stafford taking you down the field. You know, you know it can take it. You, you can't get in a groove if you're just over there on the bench. So let's not write off the Seahawks yet. I think they're going to be fine. Well, shout out to you too, Corey, because you mentioned Puka Nakua. Two weeks ago. Yeah, that's what, what I did. a sensation. Week one, 15 targets? What? For a rookie? That oh, never yeah. happens. Freaking 10 do. catches for 120 yards. Everyone's flipping out about Puka Nakua. Love it. He looked really good, by Puka the way. Somebody, somebody in the work league spent 81 of their 100 points on Puka Nakua today. I mean... If Cooper Cup is out all year, that could be a, that could be a really good. Cooper Cup is out position. all year. Cooper Cup's not coming he's, back. If if he's if not, he is. I don't think he is. I don't think he's coming back. We don't know that. We don't know that. The said person that spent eighty-one points said he couldn't sleep last night because he was afraid one of you motherfuckers would get him. So he just kept <laughs> up in his bed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. I was laughing, and then I sent I sent the uh, Avengers emoji of uh, Thanos. and said, "What did it cost?" And he said, "Everything <laughs> to get Puka into the cooler." <laughs> what did it cost you for the stone? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, um, Daniel, do you have any more overreactions? Corey and I kind of dominated that for a little bit. Um, no, I mean, a couple small ones, you know, like the, the carry count for Tyler Algier versus Bijan Robinson. I mean, obviously we can kind of monitor that going forward. Um, how much Ryan Tannehill sucks and he's like at the very, 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 very end of his career. 
um, like he shouldn't even start like one more week. I mean, God, that guy was awful. Um, and then just kind of looking at like the 49ers and how much they pounded the Steelers and how the 49ers are my Super Bowl pick. Um, you know, just some normal stuff. Normal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just some normal stuff. The yeah. 49ers are your Super Bowl pick? Yep. Wow. Yep. To win? To win. Whoa. Wow. Why is that see, a shock? You got a Super Bowl pick, Tony? Um, we probably should have done this for the We probably should have. Huh? Let's. I don't have a Super Bowl right. pick. Let's pit a pin in this. Uh, Cowboys? No, no, no. Is that yours, Corey? Cowboys? Corey's not picking the Cowboys. I'll tell you that much for sure. I know, but I'll tell you what, that defense, oh my, the offense didn't even have to be on the field, and they won 40 to nothing. Dude, I Give don't me. know. Week one, after week one, give me the Chiefs again. Give me the Chiefs again. We're not doing bold here, spicy. We're doing no, 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 what we I'm, think I'm will not, happen. That's not spicy No, 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 I don't think it is. I'm, ask, I'm just asking. Like, I don't need I to mean, think. If I, can't, if I can't have the Niners, give me the Chiefs. Hmm. So oh, does that so mean you would pick the Niners? Does that mean I can't have the Niners or the Chiefs? I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, it, like I don't have to make that decision now. If the Niners are gone, just, yeah, give me the Chiefs all day. He would pick the Niners. Yeah. He um, would I would love to see a Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what it should have happened last year. That's what I'd like to see happen this year. Chiefs, True. Chiefs win. And it sucks saying the same team every year, but I feel like it's the Chiefs. I feel like it's the Chiefs. I'll tell you who it's not. It's not the Jets, not the Giants, not the Cowboys, not the Bears, not the Chargers, not the Dolphins. It's not the Packers. It's not the Seahawks. Dolphins. I think I, I, I know you guys are going hey, to hate to hear this. You're going to say the Cowboys, Cowboys. are going to oh be in it late. They're going to be in it late. I'm Shut not saying. Obviously I, picked, obviously, I picked the 49ers. I picked the 49ers. Okay. Oh, oh, not going back oh, on that. Oh. I'm telling you, the Cowboys are going to be major players this year. No, they're not. They're all, Dak Prescott sucks, dude. They got all. They got, They've got all the parts. They could, okay. Okay. So. Right, hold on. Hold on. I'll go ahead, Tony. All. I got I'm, one more thing before say, we go to the next. Could be Cowboys. Could be Dolphins. Not the Rams. Not the Seahawks. Not the Eagles. Not the Patriots. Two is, two is not good enough. I don't uh, care what his stats look like. Titans oh, all right, all right. I got to address that. Tua fucking deals it out there, boys. When he's healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in this league. If Tua is healthy for the whole season, we're talking about him in the elite category. He's been, yeah. I, I've been high on him since he came out. Tua, dude, there are so many passes that. I mean, Tyreek Hill makes him elite. D- stop. Dude, he's throwing passes to this guy that not other people, like, there's, there's only five other people in the league that can make it. It's, it's okay, Trevor here's Lawrence, the thing, here's the thing. Pat Mahomes. I will, give, I will give you that. One out of every three or four passes from Tua, I'm like, damn. That's that pretty solid. That's good. elite. Like, That's elite. That is an elite throw. And to be fair. But he's not all the way there yet. He's not all the way there. He, throw, he throws some balls, and I'm like, God, that was terrible. Come on, Tua. What is going on? And then two plays later, he throws an absolute dime. Like that back shoulder fade to Tyreek for the touchdown, for his second touchdown, that was absolutely insane. I mean, obviously the DB was focused on Tyreek. If he would have turned around, he obviously would have, would you know, would have had a play for the ball. But Tua put that perfectly. 
But like three plays before that, I'm like, God, that could have been just so much better. He would have taken that to the oh, house. Like, could have been so much this? better. Could have been so much better. He's coming off a season where he got his head blocked off two times, and he just came out and threw for 466. Wake up, dude. No, Tua's here. Yeah. Tua is here. Tua is, Tua, Tua is better than Herbert. Trevor okay. Lawrence is okay. better than Herbert. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is better than Tua. All right, I'm changing sure. my pick. I'm changing, my, I'm cha- I'm changing my pick. And I'm going to go by the rules. Here's my rules. Daniel, you picked the Niners, so I can't pick that. Corey, you picked the Chiefs, so I can't pick that. So if I can't have either of those, I'll take the Dolphins. Oh, my God. It's not that crazy, bro. It's not that crazy. Hey, sound the alarm. Oh, we got a... Uh... <laughs> we got Duber over here asking about the Browns. You know what? Oh, dude. You know what? The Browns dude, look good. That was such a sloppy game. Let's see a legit game with some decent weather. That, that was so sloppy. Deshaun had like the tail of two halves. Like, I would love to see vintage Houston Deshaun first before we start talking about the Browns. We have not seen that yet. I love to see years. it, Uber. I love to see it. Love it. Daniel's been a real hater tonight, hasn't he? He has been a they hater. Ha- they did put a shellacking on the Bengals, and I love to see that. They did, oh. and what's interesting about the Browns is they did it really in the way we expected them to, on the ground. Nick Chubb, 18 carries. Deshaun had five rushing attempts, 45 yards and a touchdown. Jerome yeah, he, Ford. He, he threw it like 30 times. He threw it, yeah, he threw 20, 29 times. Yeah. I mean, he's a quarterback. He's going to throw the ball. They have to throw the ball. What's up with Jerome Ford getting 15 carries and Nick Chubb getting 18? Like, the dude averaged 2.4 yards a carry and Nick Chubb averaged six. Well, I mean, like, wake up. You don't want to give wake Nick Chubb the ball up 25 times in week one. Okay. I'll give you that. In a game they had in hand, sure. sure. But in a game that they, it's close, yeah, sure. better. No, I'm with you, you there. Better put some of those carries in Nick Chubb's hand. I'd rather have two I'd rather have Tua than Lamar Jackson. What? You're back on Tua. You're not going to give it up. You're steaming about Tua. He's been over no, here thinking. He's like, yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I would rather have Tua than, uh, than than your guy. I was hoping that I was hoping that triggered Daniel a little bit. <laughs> hey, Lamar had a horrible looking week one. It, there's time. There's time. Yeah, yeah. We'll it's just weird I that a guy that just came off three concussions had a better week one than Look, Lamar I, Jackson. I said it before. Yeah. We started. I'll I mean, say it again. The guy two is basically mentally challenged from how many concussions he's had. Hey. But Lamar has a new offensive coordinator. It might be the same thing. That's super strength, baby. Look, That's look. super strength. I did say this before. Before we started, if you're playing fantasy football and you're in a redraft league, check on the Lamar Jackson owner because they're fucking panicking right now. They're panicking. Oh yeah, trade for him. Trade, trade for him. Now. Get him. You just saw the worst that you're going to see out of Lamar. He's going to be fine. I, I don't love and Burrow. Trade for Burrow. Yeah, look, check Jackson on Burrow too. Right Absolutely. Now. Yeah, both and of those T. guys. Higgins for that matter. I'm just thinking about that. Zero catches this week. Trade yeah. for T. Higgins. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you guys got for uh, bets? You got best bets? Yeah. Dope. Best bets of the week. 
Welcome back to Best Bets of the Week. This is a segment where Daniel and I square off for every week of the NFL season. We both pick four bets each week. I pick I pick four spreads. Daniel picks four over-unders. And at the end of the season, the loser gets punished. Yeah. What's their punishment? This week, uh, shots. I think, shot, did, we, did shot, we pick a number? Shot, it was like shot, three. Shot, 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 loser gets three shots. Yeah, uh, three. Yeah, three, okay. What was last um, week's record? Last week's records, uh, I went three and one. Uh, I was rolling into Sunday night football at three and zero. I let the parlay roll. I let it roll, and the Giants got absolutely sm- just splattered. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes that's how it goes. You know, if that game had started any differently, it may have been in it. But you know, it just it just rolled on them. Uh, Daniel one two and one. You know, if you want soccer points, I got nine points. Daniel's got a uh, four. So here we go into week two. <laughs> First game of the week, Green Bay travels to Atlanta. Both coming off wins. You got Jordan Love versus Desmond Ritter. Um, you got Bijan Robinson in the mix. Uh, I think I think the big story here, everybody's feeling real good about the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody still probably kind of thinks Atlanta's a little turd. My, my, my picks this week, I think, fall into our overreaction. Uh, segment a little bit so i'm gonna a lot of my picks are based off unexpected performances in week one um and in this scenario i'm saying maybe that jordan love performance is a little a little above expectation i think a lot of people are gonna be riding the packers i'm gonna take atlanta plus one and a half at home versus green bay um the win total is high for atlanta this year on the sports books Uh, i don't know the packers off the top of my head but i think the sports books know atlanta's got a little bit of juice and i'm going to take them here plus one and a half also that's good because aaron jones on one of his long touchdowns was holding his hamstring after the fact did you see that live yep and that i mean he was a huge factor in that win so he could very well um, just not be in the game. Um, first game for me this week, I'm actually going Thursday. Um, typically, tonight. I don't like, tonight, right? Tonight? tonight. I usually don't like to bet Thursday games because teams have a short week. They have a little time to prepare. But I'm going this week only because I'm taking the under. It's 49 and a half. That's pretty high. Who's playing? Eagles, Eagles, Vikings. Vikings go into Philly. The Eagles did not have a good week one. They went into New England. We talked about this at length. Something was going on in Vegas. They knew this game. They were begging to give this game to New England. New Jalen Hurts had like an ugly fumble. Like if you thought the NFL was scripted and then watched the Eagles Patriots game, you'd come away with that game going, yep, there it is. It's scripted. Like it doesn't make any sense. Those commercials, by the way, the scripted NFL commercials. Have you seen those? Those commercials are phenomenal. They're fucking good. I haven't seen those, but I need to. It's it's one of the only commercials (laughs) that would ever encourage you to look up on YouTube. Like oh man! Like watch this commercial. Nice. I don't know who My it's favorite, for. Okay. Is it for My favorite moment? It's for the NFL. I'm okay. pretty sure. 
But my favorite moment in that is when they have Pat Mahomes on like the, uh, he's on like a Zoom call with everybody else. And somebody goes, how about we just write off that Pat Mahomes character? Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. When they're like like round tabling the script. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Oh, and then the. uh, The no-handed catch. The abracadabra, the abracadabra. Yeah, the no-handed catch. DK Metcalf catches the ball, no hands with his abs. Yeah, with his abs. Okay, yeah, Keegan Michael Key. Now I now I know what you're talking about. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Um, but but the Eagles did not look sharp on offense or defense. The Patriots should have won that game. I'll say that right now. Mac Jones is just not good enough. But Kirk Cousins also. I had them in my over this past week with the Bucks. It was a turnover fest. Oh my God! The teams would roll down the field, turn it all, turn it over, and then they'd roll back down the field, turn it over. It was so frustrating to watch with someone that had the over. Um, so I'm gonna take the under in this one. I just don't like Thursday games in general. Just short weeks. Eagles, Vikings, 49 and a half is a lot of points. It's one of the higher over unders of the week. And this game could very well give us like unexpected Thursday fireworks, but I would say it's still pretty early in the season. This is, these are two teams that did not get off to a hot start in week one, which was kind of a sloppy week overall. And then you have a short week. They're not going to get it going until with three or four or five. So I'm going to take the under on that. Uh, game two of my picks, the Seahawks traveled to Detroit. And if you, I already told you guys what the theme is this week. You can probably guess which way I'm going here. I'm taking the Seahawks plus five and a half at Detroit. Detroit just beat the Chiefs, the Juggernauts, the Super Bowl champions. The Seahawks just had a terrible week offensively against the Rams. But I think the Seahawks are more competitive than we think. And I, I, I think the Lions are good. I really do. Um, I just think this is going to be a more competitive game than people think. I think. Coming off week one, what everybody saw, I think there's going to be a lot of money on the Lions here. I'm just I'm keeping with the theme this week. I'm going to go with our overreaction from week one. Give me the Seahawks plus five and a half at the Lions. I also have this game, and it was one that stuck out to me as a possible game of the week. I called it last week. I said Dolphins-Chargers is going to be the game of the week. For some reason, this game is speaking to me as the potential – shootout slash just great game till the end. Uh, The over-under is 47. I mentioned how the Seahawks struggled. Um, I don't think that's going to happen against the Lions defense. Um, If Pat Mahomes had better targets and was on the field a little more and wasn't like week one Thursday, we would have seen a different Chiefs team. Like if if they would have squared off, you know, four or five weeks from now, um, I have no doubt the Chiefs would... Um, not really handle the Lions, but move the ball a little better because the Lions defense still is not quite there. Um, but Seahawks, Lions, I love this matchup. I am taking the over on 47 and a half. Uh, third game of the week, Raiders tra- traveled to Buffalo to play the Bills. Uh, normally this would be a line that I would stay away from because of the high score, but we're sticking with the theme here. Bills did not look too good this week. Uh, Raiders coming off a win. Uh, I'm taking the Bills minus nine and a half at home against the Raiders. They're gonna Josh Allen's gonna bounce back. We're gonna see what the Bills really are. You, think back to Week One of last year when the Bills came out and they 
Josh Allen was out there dealing. I, I remember me and Tony texting. We're like, oh, my God, this guy's the real deal. He, the, the, this is the week for the for the Bills. They're going to show back up, and the, the, they're going to be back on everybody's radar right after this weekend. Did you say nine and a half? Uh, Bills minus nine and a half. It's eight and a half on DraftKings. Take it. Gobble it up. Pound. Pound it. Yeah, I like that one. I almost picked that one, too. I forget what the over-under is because I'm on a different screen now, but um, I almost picked that one in my over-unders this week. But um, my third one, Giants at Cardinals. This could very well be the trash fest of the week and year. <laughs> Two horrible teams. We're going to really see who the bottom feeder teams are after this week. But the over-under is 39 and a half. And I am taking the under. Um, these are two struggling teams right now. And actually, the Cardinals didn't look terrible on defense. They still have Buda Baker, so they still have pieces. Um, the Giants obviously did not put any part of that game together against the Cowboys. Um, so we'll hopefully see them snap back a little bit, but 39 and a half, I'm taking the under. Fourth game of the week, fourth and final game, all one o'clock games. So nice. It's going to be a busy one, one o'clock slate for the, for the, uh, spread betters on my bets. Uh, we've got the Ravens traveling to Cincinnati. Oh, and you already know where, where am I going, Daniel? Tell you already know the theme. Where am I going? Cincinnati. Yeah. Bengals minus three. Joe Burrow bounces back. Uh, Lamar Jackson still sucks. Uh, Bengals minus three at home versus the Ravens. Yeah. I told you at the beginning of the year that I am not touching a spread bet or an over under bet on the AFC North this year. And I am holding true. I'm going to see how far I can go without doing that because they are just so unpredictable. I mean, look at the Browns and Bengals game this past week. No one would have predicted that. I mean, that is just insane. Um, my last bet, Jets at Cowboys. These might be the two best defenses in the league by the end of the year. We really don't know yet. But I mentioned a few minutes ago that the Cowboys could be in it by the end of the year. And I think their offense is a little underrated. They didn't even have to do much. But I think they could potentially show up here against the Jets. I mean, the the, the Bills still put up in the in the high teens, and they and that was with Josh Allen throwing three picks and having just a horrible offensive game. Um, the Jets, I don't see a world where they pull the Giants, you know, getting blown out 40 to nothing. I feel like with the weapons they have, you know, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, something is going to happen to where they put up some sort of points against the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys, it's a nine and a half spread from what I remember, but the over-under is only 38 and a half. When it's that low, you, you have to take the over just from the odds. Like it's not two horrible teams. It's two decent teams with two good defenses. That's why it's, that's why it's such a low over-under. So just probability-wise, I'm going to take the over on 38-and-a-half Jets at Cowboys. Just from a uh, neutral party standpoint, Daniel, uh, C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson this weekend? I was actually really impressed by the Colts' defense. Um, even though they allowed four, uh, sorry, 31 points, um, every time I looked at the screen, there was a Colts defender, whether it be like Zaire Franklin, 
or um, Shaquille Leonard, one of those guys just absolutely laying somebody out and playing really aggressive and like pumping up the crowd. And like, I remember a Zaire Franklin hit. I think it was ETN coming around the side and just smashing him. And I, I actually was really impressed with the um, with the Colts defense. I'm gonna take Richardson. Just more rushing upside. Um, are we talking fantasy or just in general, like stat line? Just who you think's gonna have a better week? Who you think's gonna win the game? I'm taking the Colts. I love yeah, it. I'm taking Anthony Richardson. Um, yeah, I, I like I like that matchup better. Um, I think the Texans need a lot of lot more work um, from the ground up than the than the Colts do. I think the Colts are a more complete team than the Texans. And uh, C.J. Stroud, even though he played okay, um, he's just not he's just not all the way there. I know Anthony Richardson's super raw, but I, I feel like him being more raw is more talented than C.J. Stroud, like maybe a little more equipped. So I like Richardson and the Colts this week. Let's go, baby! All right, I got a parlay for you. Ooh. I can't do an alternate wait. on the Bills. You, wait, hold on. How did your parlay do last week? Um, I definitely didn't win it, and I know I didn't win it because I took the Cowboys Giants game that you picked. Uh, yeah, and you also took my advice on the Vikings Tampa Bay game, which was so frustrating yeah. because I, seriously, like the first three drives, you were at the Colts game, so you probably didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't. The see first it. three drives, they literally went down red zone turnover, uh, red zone turnover, uh, red zone turnover, like. Everybody was keep going down the field, and I was like, this is going to hit the under now. This is so frustrating. Like, hardly any points were scored before halftime. It was so awful. Yeah, I'm pretty frustrated because I was looking to do an alternate spread, uh, and I don't think that's going to be an option for me. So a little bit disappointing there. I wanted to to do an alternate spread on the Bills. The minus eight and a half is kind of a big, you know, it's a lot of points to lose. Just wanted to see, you know, kind of what that would look like. It's not an option. So, what app are you using? DraftKings. Less ways to lose. Less ways to lose. Over 47.5. Seattle at Detroit. Bills, minus 8.5 versus Raiders. Alternate spread. Falcons are getting 3.5 points. Not not the one point. Not losing a point. But getting 3.5 and over 85 and a half Jets at Cowboys. That's the parlay. Uh, $10 pays $109. I like it. I like it. Let's go. Whoa. We're going to hit one. $100 pays $1,000. Wow. Yeah, just do that. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Less like Corey lose. always recommends, parlay everything. <laughs> well yeah i'm not i'm not a big parlay guy i like to go down to the down to the casino hit like four hands of blackjack win 50 bucks and then go sit in the sports book while everybody hits the slots and then i just drink for free for two hours man i'm i'm that sounds great i love the idea of that but i'm a kind of like go big or go home so i am a definitely a parlay guy like if it, if the odds aren't like plus one thousand or more, I'm like, why even bet it? So, I ain't even betting that shit. No point. No point. It's not even fun. Like risk it or risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> I heard somebody say risk it for the brisket the other day, and I liked that even more. Oh, Love that. 
I might like that more. Yeah, no risk it, no brisket. Briskets are pretty risky. I will fucking <laughs> do some risky shit to get a good brisket. Yeah. I need to smoke a brisket. It's been a while. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I need to get a I need to get a trigger. You got the right way, man. Corey's Dude, the trigger is the truth. Corey's got a trigger. Dude, it is so easy. Like you think, you know, somebody tells you to go smoke a brisket, you're like, oh my god, how does that even work? What do I do? Oh, this is gonna be a chore. Oh no, it is the easiest thing in the world. You just season that, season that thing. Well, first you cut off a little bit of fat, then you season it, and then you just drop it. I drop it on there at like nine o'clock at night, and just put it real low. And then in the morning when I wake up, I temp it, and when it gets a certain temp, we wrap it, and then a couple hours later, we pull it off. That's it. Sounds like a pork butt. It does. It's basically a, it cooks exactly like a pork butt when you do it. His longer. Way. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Anybody have anything else? I don't think so. No. Nope. There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.